the very first time I was reading through the Bible, I remember I had, you know, very little knowledge. I was just doing it on my own, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm reading through the Bible and I get to the Tower of Babel and you get this idea where, you know, mankind is coming together. They're arm in arm. They're working on a project together. It's bringing them unity. It seems like a good thing. It, in my mind, I was. Right. I was like, of course it's a good thing. They're, reading, they're making this giant tower. And then in the story, you hear, you know, it says, you know, God came down from heaven and he looked out, down on what men were doing. And he, at my, my mind at the time was thinking, and he's going to be, yes, good job. Everybody's working together, you know. But it's the uh, complete opposite. It's, I've got to confuse their language. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and there's something here that, and I was talking about this in the break, that I'd love to dig into, like if I if I had to preach a message and really dig into a, a passage, it would be this passage. Um, and and the, the Bible that I'm reading out of does not have the verses, so forgive me. It's in chapter 11. Um, it says... When he says it doesn't have the verses, he's, you're not the saying... The verse numbers. Thank yeah, you, yes. the verse number references. He's, you've got a reader's Bible, which is Correct. trying to remove all the distractions that are usually in our Bibles. Right. Um, and it says, and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the children of man had built. And the Lord said, behold, they are one people and they have all one language. And this is only the beginning of what they will do. And nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. And if you stop right there, you're like, wow, see the power of humankind. When we work in together in unity, yeah. there's nothing we can't do together. That's a great thing. Yeah, and then the very next verse is, come, let us go down and confuse their language so that they may not understand one another's speech. And I remember the first time I read that, I was like, wait, what? Right. What? What's Why what's isn't God for there? this? Right. Why? Um, so a, a part of me, a, having now read it and having some more time to, you know, having years now to have considered it, and, and I'd love to get your, t- your take on this, mm-hmm. but prior to this, at the end of Noah, the Noah story, he's saying, I want you to go and spread throughout the whole world. I want you to go and populate everything. And mankind was doing the exact opposite. Instead of spreading God's image, we're, you know, we're all made in God's image. I want God's image all over the whole world. Instead, they were going, no, we're going to stay right here and we're going to build this tower and we're going to build it up to heaven so that, you know, we can take God's place. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that part of the story, you only hear a part of it. And you're just like, wait, why is God angry at this so that everybody's working together? What, you know, nowadays, that's all we ever talk about. Like, we just need to come together and work together. And... Right. Unity, unity, unity. Yeah, which is not a bad thing. But in this case, God had specifically told them, I want you to go and fill the whole world. Their unity was, and, and like you say, when you're reading the story, it comes as a surprise. I remember struggling with the exact same thing when I read this passage. I'm like, this all looks so good. <laughs> And isn't that maybe why the author presented it in this way? To kind of help us identify with, we, we, we can, we're identifying really with the antagonist in the story, the, the anti-hero. Right. We're identifying with that because it seems good to us as well, which is helping us to realize some things that seem good aren't good. That's, that's good. If they are not aligned with the Lord. Something that's are good aren't good, and then I immediately say that's good. And what and we it? see this a lot today, don't we, with people saying this seems good, this seems right, right, and things aren't always what they seem. Mm-hmm. What seems to us good and what makes logical sense to us is something that's positive. If we're leaving the Lord completely out of it, right, and if especially 
what what it is goes against what he has revealed and said, mm-hmm. then no matter how good it seems, it's not good. Right. You know, our, our heart is deceitfully wicked. What man can know it? Right. Yeah. Jeremiah. So the thing of it is, they were employing good principles to the wrong ends. Yeah. Unity is a good thing when it's devoted to the right things. Mm-hmm. But they were, and and I don't know, I don't recall you making reference to it, but also in this chapter, um, it makes reference to the fact that uh, part part of the reason was there in verse four. Let us make us a name. They were doing it for their own glory. Yes. Yeah, it was about them, mm-hmm. and. So then you get into motives. What are the motives of us working together? Working together is a positive thing. But what are the reasons? What are, what are the goals? What are the motives? In this case, it was against what he told them to do. It was the opposite. Mm-hmm. And their motive was their own glory rather than God's glory. And God says, I love them enough that I'm going to mess this up. Yes. He could have let them continue on and continue to see how much they could accomplish and be filled with pride and not think they need the Lord. Right. But instead... You know, the, the most, sometimes the most loving thing God can do for us is to cause us to fail so that we'll look up to Him rather than to ourselves. Yeah. So, um, pride is one of the greatest barriers of knowing and walking with the Lord. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with your friends. Thanks. The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.